Hey there, and welcome to episode 18 of Wheel Snipe Selly. I'm Ryan, a.k.a. Macris the Tater Jaeger. And I'm Steven, also known as Sven Svechnikov. And we're very happy to be joined by a longtime special musical guest, Lev. Hey guys, I'm Lucas, a.k.a. Lev Lebedev. It's been a while, but I'm happy to be back. It's good to have you. Haven't gotten to hear your magical musical voice in a while. Thanks, man. I, I, I missed it. Things got a little crazy with work, but hopefully we can get more on a consistent schedule again. Yeah, hockey over work, man. You are right. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what a week for the Whalers, right? And by that I mean we didn't even fucking play any games. Yeah, it kind of felt like off-season, like right in the middle of the season. Without off-season activities even, though. No championship week. No, I don't even remember what else happens in off-season drafts and stuff. I don't know. It was a punishment. Buys are a punishment, and I want them abolished. <laughs> We're never going to do good again. That's our, yeah. It's my vow. I will drag this team <laughs> down to at least fifth place every time. <laughs> Yeah, it's surprising how, how dead the locker room gets when everybody's just anxiously waiting to play in playoffs. Well, momentum definitely got killed a little bit, too, since uh, the Jays had to resim the first couple of games. Yeah, oof. Big oof. That's yeah. true. We did have quite a bit of discussion about whether or not that was fair. Yeah, I think... Well, I mean, I guess we did have one kind of upset uh, with Anaheim and Maine. But I think outside of that, everything went the way everyone thought it would. So I don't think anyone can complain too much. Um, but I do think it was the right thing to do. Like, There's a lot of teams that are very rookie-heavy this season so it felt really kind of shitty to just rob all of those rookies of the last update yeah but i mean it also probably feels pretty bad to be uh a nevada player and got that upset win over anchorage and then to lose that <laughs> yeah like you but definitely had to still. do a Across, like you either had to do undo it or not undo it. Like right, you couldn't do like a. Those are the two choices, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying you couldn't like pick and choose. You had to do it across the board evenly, and oh, yeah. While resimming helped teams like Nevada, who had more rookies, so therefore would have got more out of it. They definitely had a very small chance to actually upset Anchorage. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it helped their chances at all. Like, the canyon between the mid-tier teams and the bottom-tier teams this season is pretty massive. Yeah. 
because a lot of teams just kind of gave up on this season right from the beginning and just jumped off all their players. Why did so... you look at Kelowna when you said that? <laughs> I'm always looking at Kelowna when I'm saying something bad. Detroit um, sold a lot, too. Yeah. So I don't think it's the first round. There really wasn't very many surprises. Um, so Anchorage beat Nevada 4 nothing. St. Louis beat Detroit 4 nothing, which is that I was a little bit surprised by. And Quebec City beat Kelowna 4 nothing. Um, I was a little bit surprised that St. Louis didn't drop one or two games, but I thought that they were going to win that series still pretty easily. But then the the major surprise out of the first round was Maine actually beating Anaheim in seven games. Um, I don't know if we can consider that much of a surprise, considering Anaheim looked really bad at the end of the season. Uh, I feel like I called this as my game to watch last week, where I predicted Maine doing this, so just want to point out, superior analyst. <laughs> I'd also like to note that the most competitive round, or matchup in the first round, are the team that goes on to fight Newfoundland, which is just almost a guaranteed loss. In the second yeah. round. Yeah, it seems like a pretty bad consolation prize. Yeah, it's, it's definitely bittersweet. <laughs> Congratulations on overperforming. Now go do it again. Yeah. You have four games left. Good luck. <laughs> We're not saying it's going to hurt, but it, it's going to hurt. I mean, yeah. coming from the future, it's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we're we're one game in, or one sim or one day into the second round now. So um, two games in, we've got Newfoundland leading Maine two nothing, uh, Vancouver over St. Louis two nothing, and Quebec City Carolina are tied up at one, and Anchorage and Colorado are tied up at one. Um, any surprises to you so far, uh, Lucas? Uh, not so much. I mean, like we were just talking, I think Maine has a, a pretty tough shot against Newfoundland. Best of luck to them. Um, I kind of expected to steamroll St. Louis. No offense to them. Uh, and it's just kind of going the way I expected. Not to jinx ourselves, but... You know, I think we'll be resting after tomorrow. Um, as far as QCC versus Carolina, uh, I think that could honestly go either way. I think I might see Carolina pulling it out versus QCC, but you know, at, at the end of the day, I think either has it. And then Anchorage versus Colorado, I mean, both are bad. Um, I am actually most surprised by Anchorage dropping a game to Colorado. Um, 
I know this game doesn't actually exist, but Anchorage did drop a game to Nevada. So technically, but not technically, they've dropped two games so far on theoretically the easy side of the playoffs. Um, and they weren't looking too hot to end the season either. So I think there's cause for concern in Anchorage. Yeah. Like Colorado isn't a bad team, but I think Anchor Anchorage is better than Colorado in, in just about every way. Do you yeah. think maybe some of that is just like the rookies catching up towards the end of the season? Maybe Not like sure. bridging. I, I guess I don't know how many rookies Anchorage has, but I mean, maybe just like that gap has been bridged. Yeah, I think it might be that Anchorage has just relied on like a stat gap for so long that they haven't really touched their tactics. And mm-hmm. maybe their tactics just aren't really working anymore. Now that everyone's kind of caught up. Um, but I'm not sure. Like, I haven't seen anything from them that looks bad. They're just not doing as good. So they got to change something. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's going to make whoever wins between us and Newfoundland it's an easy easy cup yeah so us yeah Yeah, let's not discount Maine alright they have a (laughs) job (laughs) you know what if Maine got a cup this year I wouldn't even be mad like I think I'd be a little mad but that would be very good for them (laughs) anytime like Um... a super underdog gets to take it I'm pretty happy about it and as far as uh, Quebec City and Carolina, I think Quebec City takes that. Um, I think Carolina split the first day, but I think they got kind of lucky to walk out with a split. Yeah, I'm pretty all in on Quebec City. In that. I, I actually think that Quebec City beating Carolina, and I still uh, think Anchorage will overtake Colorado, even though they're struggling, but I don't know if Anchorage beats Quebec City. I think Quebec City could deny them that. Mm, Yeah, I think it's going to be close. I kind of want to root for Carolina. I mean, they ended the the regular season with a two-point difference. We had Quebec City at 78 and Carolina at 76. So honestly, I kind of see them on an even playing field. Yeah, and they both kind of ended the season pretty weak. Mm-hmm. Like, not weak, but they they pretty much went 500 down the stretch. Neither of them actually pulled ahead in the end. Um, I will say, uh, after winning two games today, that makes us like a solid two months in game without losing in regulation. Yeah, we've been on a pretty insane streak. Yeah, it's pretty great. 
I'm pretty happy with it. Um, it kind of sucks that um, the way it's looking right now, not trying to jinx anything or look past anybody, but it looks like Newfoundland and Vancouver are fated to meet in the semis, which it brings us to like the, the age-old debate of how shitty it is one and two seed meet up in not the cup yeah so what happens to make that not the case if anchorage loses is that different no okay so the only way we don't meet in the semis right now is if one of us loses right here yeah correct there's no chance that we face newfoundland in the finals system is rigged against whalers and <laughs> newfoundland berserkers yeah they're berserkers it's just a rig system yeah it kind of sucks but whatever i i feel like um whoever wins out of this side of the bracket probably wins the cup cuz so you've got Newfoundland, Maine, St. Louis, and Vancouver on the top side of the bracket, and Quebec City, Carolina, Anchorage, and Colorado on the bottom side. And so if you look at the top two teams in each bracket, you've got Newfoundland and Vancouver, and then probably, I would say, Quebec City and Anchorage. So... I feel like either Newfoundland or Vancouver are much better than Quebec City or Anchorage. I believe that. But it is the playoffs and weird things can happen, so. Yeah, I mean, that's the exciting part about playoffs is teams that didn't do well can definitely take Cologne to seven games. <laughs> the Simmer may forget to swap goalies out. <laughs> but who who even swaps goalies in the playoff for real? Yeah, for real. Um, I think we can transition to the SHL playoffs, where things have mostly been going just as predictably. I mean, my bracket looked really good and then really bad. <laughs> Um, so in the first round, we had Chicago beat, uh, San Francisco four to one, um, Buffalo beat New England four to one, Calgary beat Seattle in seven games. We had Hamilton beating Toronto four to nothing, which that one actually surprised me because I thought like it was a great lake show now and you expected to not be a sweep. But, um, we had Baltimore beating Philadelphia four to two, Atlanta beating Tampa four to nothing, uh, Edmonton beating Los Angeles four to two, and Texas beating Minnesota four to nothing. Um, and that Tampa Bay loss, 
I had faith in them. I definitely took them. I had them losing in the next round, but I had them beating Atlanta. And they just threw it in my face. I think I did too. I had a lot of confidence in Tampa for some reason again this season. I believed in them last season too, and they keep on laughing in my face. I shouldn't ever believe in Tom. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think the biggest surprise to me in round one was Hamilton beating Toronto in four. Yeah, I mean, I feel like most people have Hamilton taking the cup. Uh, yeah. I at least in bracket format. <laughs> My it's preseason really hard to wasn't... bet against. Yeah, it's really hard to bet against Hamilton. But... They didn't look as strong as usual this season, and Toronto still definitely looked a step and a half behind them, but or like half a step behind them, not a step and a half. But um, it was surprising to see them sweep them. I drew bracket, look, Lucas. Uh, so on this topic, I had a lot of faith in Toronto. Um, pretty sure I had them beating Hamilton out, and I don't know what led to this faith, but it was definitely misplaced because they didn't even show up. So I think uh, <laughs> I think all of my stuff is pretty fucked just from that one series. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel better, the rest of us get our uh, untimely punishment here in. The future land of today's games. Yeah. So we we just wrapped up round two in the SHL today too, where uh, Chicago took down our defending cup winners Texas four to one. Um, Atlanta keeps on going, beating Baltimore, who is the third in the league this season, uh, four to two. And Buffalo beat Hamilton 4-2. to And then finally, Calgary swept Edmonton 4 to nothing. In peace, Edmonton. Yeah. It was a bit of an off-season for Edmonton. So I think, obviously, getting swept always hurts, and it's a little bit demoralizing, but I think they did pretty good getting to the second round. Yeah, I had faith in them. I chose them going to the second round, and I then chose them losing to Calgary, so I definitely, like, know my team. <laughs> that being said, I took Hamilton to the cup, and that was a mistake. Yeah, same. <laughs> but I, think in my it was just, I think it was just an off day for, for Sims. Because, I mean, they were tied 2-2 two to two going into it with Buffalo. Yeah, I'm more surprised about Baltimore to going down to Atlanta. I don't know why Atlanta is so good, honestly. Yeah, I mean, if we would have bet on Atlanta and Casino instead of fucking Manhattan, maybe we'd have several more million dollars, Stephen. <laughs> I always, like, Atlanta... Ended the season 10th with 
a few games north of a 500 record. And they just beat Baltimore in six games, where Baltimore was 47 and 17 on the season. So I don't know what happened, but Atlanta got their playoff buff. I mean, it's working for them. Now that Texas is out, I am pretty just like, well, I have no reason to carry on. <laughs> my predictions and my bracket were both busted. Yeah, so. it's not looking good for me either. I'm kind of just focused on the Jays right now. So we've got we've got Chicago, Atlanta, Buffalo, and Calgary left. So that leaves us with the first, fourth, seventh, and tenth ranked teams in the league. Wow. So at this point, Atlanta takes it from what I'm hearing. <laughs> I mean, but maybe. Again, I couldn't be mad. Like, sure, give it to them. Who do you think <laughs> they're going to face in the finals, though? I mean, if Chicago doesn't go to the finals, I underestimated Calgary more than I underestimated Atlanta. I think we're going to see some pretty lopsided games in the semis. So we got Chicago versus Calgary and Buffalo versus Atlanta. And Buffalo's just looking downright brutal. Yeah, we got Great Lakes versus guys that aren't from the Great Lakes. <laughs> and Chicago really bought in this season, so I'm guessing that they're going to look pretty brutal too. Man, what a what a way to go. Like upsetting uh well, my bracket, but also probably a lot of people by taking down uh Baltimore just to then it's like good job. Now prepare for the main treatment. Yeah, it's kind of a shame cuz I think I think Baltimore versus Buffalo. I don't know if that's the way it would work. Yeah, it would. Uh Baltimore versus Buffalo would have been a pretty compelling matchup. But yeah. obviously they they lost to Atlanta. So you can't really think that they would have been too much better. Right. I mean everyone but has a bad it's... day, but but it's hard to think that Atlanta is going to be much more than a speed bump for Buffalo. And this could be this could be the season. We could I think have... anything can happen. Yeah, that's the attitude I want. <laughs> anything can happen, but it's very unlikely. That's true. That's true. I mean, the SHL is so much less volatile than the Jays. So, like, where I think anything can actually happen in our playoffs, I feel like at the end of the day, the SHL is just going to 
come down to probably Buffalo taking the cup at this point. Yeah, four of the top ten scores in the playoffs are Buffalo players. Atlanta doesn't have any representation in top ten scoring. They're just saving it all for this one game, for this <laughs> one series. It looks like they've been really riding their goalie. Because they have a, a lot of guys with really high plus minus. But not a lot of scoring. So. I don't know. I I hope that they'll make a good series. But I wouldn't be surprised to see a Buffalo 4-0. Oh, we'll know soon enough. But. Hopefully it's at least interesting. And on the other side, I feel like Calgary's had a pretty easy path so far. Like relatively speaking. And I think Chicago is just gonna make them look terrible. Yeah, Calgary struggled versus Seattle. That was seven games. Like, I get that they swept Edmonton, but... I feel like they're going to really need to ride that 4-0, like, momentum wave if they hope to do something against Chicago. They're going to have to do it quick if they want to get some wins. Yeah. No, I, I think we're looking at a Buffalo-Chicago final. And let's let's go forward with the premise that that's what it is. Um, Lucas, between Buffalo and Chicago, who would you take for the final? Uh, Ryan? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I would definitely take uh, Buffalo. I think they've just looked really good and been really dominant in their wins and pretty, uh, I don't want to say graceful, but graceful in their losses. So I think that they're probably the team to, uh, to edge out the lead there. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was only like a five or six game series. I don't think it goes yeah. to seven, even though I think these teams are both of very high caliber. I think I would go with Buffalo too. Um, Buffalo's just looked like a very complete team this year. And it pains me to see them in the finals again and potentially winning it, but it's, it's just the way it is. I kind of hoped that the the scale update changes would change a little bit, but it doesn't seem like it did a lot to even it out at the top a little bit. Okay, yeah, I see that. Uh, I mean, what do you think, Lucas? Uh, yeah, I think I agree with Steven for the most part. But it's kind of a shame that we had a couple of exciting potential storylines in the SHL playoffs and we've kind of 
whittled it down to the same old, same old, but good teams are good. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to uh, it's hard to change that. Yeah. But, I mean, if Atlanta can get to where they are with the roster they have, then, I mean, that's cool. Like, I'm glad they made it this far. I think the bad part there is Atlanta has a very old roster, so I think this might be a lot of their players' last hurrah. I mean, go far. Go far and die young or die old, I don't know, die. <laughs> Just die. Just die. If you're going down, <laughs> take Buffalo with you. Like... <laughs> You know, I've said it before, but I tend to uh, judge SHL teams based off their logos, and I think Atlanta has a dope logo. So if I if I hadn't gotten drafted to EDM, they would have been one of my top teams. So I, I kind of weirdly want to see them go far this season. Yeah. Yeah, they do have pretty solid branding. I think it it's hard for me to cheer for Atlanta without also cheering for Calgary. Because I think if Atlanta somehow does upset Buffalo, we're just kind of offering offering them up as a ritual sacrifice to Chicago. I think if Atlanta beats Buffalo, then they are destined to take down Chicago. But, <laughs> I but think I actually... they would have to use all of their luck to take down Buffalo. But that being said, <laughs> I like Calgary because, I mean, they're fucking dragons, and I like dragons. So, like, if we had a Calgary-Atlanta Calgary finals, I would not be sad. I'd be very happy, and I'd be rooting for dragons all the way. Nope. Calgary sucks. Hey, they're in the fucking semis, so. <laughs> yeah, I can't get on the Calgary hype train. But, uh, but I wouldn't guys. mind them winning just to see Atlanta beat them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Get the fuck off my podcast. <laughs> um, and then it looks like we have some SMJHL expansion news. Uh, you want to take that, Ryan? Uh, so... Per their Twitter announcement team, the crap. Where where are they from? Steven? Montana. Montana. Okay. The Montana Silver Tips have won their legal battle and have returned to the Montana Grizzlies. So that's pretty exciting. I definitely like the sound of a grizzly over a silver tip. Only yeah. because like it's pretty clear. Like, if you're like, we're a silver tip, and you're like, all right, that's probably an animal. Maybe a bear could be, like, a gorilla or something. But, like, a grizzly is a fucking grizzly. You know what that is. It's gonna maul your face. It's gonna eat your family. It's a bear. Yeah, I... I don't know if I'm just uneducated or something, but a silver tip means nothing to me. Right? Yeah, it's a um, hairstyle, like <laughs> it's it's the old Justin Timberlake. <laughs> it definitely went over my head. Um, 
after Googling it, I saw that it was a bear, but like just hearing Silvertip didn't mean anything to me at all. So I I think Grizzlies is a much more recognizable and solid branding. So then it makes me wonder why we ended up in this situation in the first place. Like, I know we kind of talked, like, speculated, but, like, the Silver Tips are a real team, right? Yeah, in, like, some very minor league. So, like, are, are the Grizzlies a real team? Are we, like, stepping on... The Grizzlies on... are also a team in a not-as-minor-league. Okay. This just seems very irrelevant for a fake simulation league like well i know especially with new teams a big like push is to at least make it so you're able to sell merchandise on the the red bubble or whatever store oh yeah because we can't sell merchandise right isn't our logo like literally a stolen logo yeah shame so like, if you're making an entire new team from scratch, you can kind of, like, put your foot down and be like, hey, come up with your own thing, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Wait, we're using a stolen logo? Yeah. But why are we so adamant about not rebranding? Because people really like the Whalers, man. Because shut up. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I'm all you about the rebranding. Yeah. I'm all about the <laughs> rebranding hype. Like I just want to be able to buy like a whaler's mug and you can't even do that because we can't put our logo on a mug because it's not ours. <laughs> I just want a new logo because the two newest logos is a purple and gold elk or a bear with two shades of brown. Like, someone's got to teach these people how to color coordinate. <laughs> yeah, I I do feel I don't dislike either of the new teams or brandings, but they both do seem like very safe, I guess. Which would be the the nicer way of saying boring. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but let's remember that Philadelphia tried to be bold with their forge, and I, I didn't feel it, so. Yeah. I mean, also, there's almost no way to win with a branding. So I think just about every new branding that I've seen since I've started in this league has been met with pretty mixed reactions. Yeah, but I mean, you're never going to satisfy everybody. Literally, there's people that still want a stolen logo for the Whalers. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to satisfy everybody. That's like a given, but just about every rebrand has been almost a solid 50-50. <laughs> I just think we could do something cool like with like a actual like 
pirate style like we could still be a whaler you could just make like a cool whaler and not the whale or we could be whales i'm cool with that too if we could just change our logo to something better yeah or we could just completely rebrand i like that idea the vancouver machine guns <laughs> Where's Regina even at? It's in uh, uh, Washington State, I believe. Yeah. It's near Seattle, I'm pretty sure. Don't yeah, both me. the both the markets are pretty small for the expansion teams. Yeah, I mean, at this point, we're just going to be taking, like, it's like a large city in a state name. Like, go. Like, <laughs> I guess we could probably take, there's still some capitals that are available. Well, if you had to come up with an expansion, what would you come up with? Like a brand new team, whatever you Ooh, wanted. It's a good question. You know, I literally just sat here and thought, I don't know, something stupid like the Rhode Island Hedgehogs. And you know what? The Rhode Island Hedgehogs. I, I don't think it makes any sense, <laughs> but I could see it working. I just picked an animal and an obscure state. You would have, like, the weirdest Sonic fans. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the internet. Those aren't the people you want to be around. I'm thinking like <laughs> a green and black logo. No, maybe that's is the whale is green and black. No, we're green and blue. Okay. Man, what the How fuck? long have you been here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the official color is though. Like green and blue. Sure. Okay, it's, green and it's blue. literally everywhere. So maybe I'll do like a light green and like something hideous that goes with that. And I could have a totally not Sonic, but like is borderline copyright Sonic as our hedgehog. <laughs> Alright, it's already vetoed. <laughs> you can't veto <laughs> a, a fake expansion. You gave me two seconds to come up with something and I give you gold. And you veto it. Old, you say. <laughs> Alright, well, let's hear your guys' expansion teams. Alright, I got, I got one, I got one. I'm gonna go with the, the Portland Ravens. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm uh, a little jealous. It's kind of badass sounding. I don't have a color scheme, so... That's just... This is the rough draft. Um, yeah, it's not I so gotta, easy, is it? I just gotta look to where this animal actually is. I don't know if that's super relevant. I put a hedgehog in Rhode Island. I don't fucking know where hedgehogs live. I I think they can live anywhere. Uh, um, 
I don't know the location. Let's see. Do we have a Vegas team? We do not. I think I would go with the Vegas Warhawks. I dig it. Hmm. I guess they're probably semi-deserty, right? I mean, you don't have to pick something that lives at that place. There's no dragons in Calgary. <laughs> don't tell yeah. me that. I go to the Calgary Zoo just for the dragons. It 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 makes it's a little bit easier to kind of associate the two though. If they're especially like if it's something that is native to one area, but then you put the team in a different area, it just kind of seems off. Yeah. Yeah, when Daenerys first conquered Canada, she landed in Calgary. That's <laughs> yeah. I I feel like you could do some pretty cool stuff with warthogs. Yeah, I mean, it makes me think of Pumbaa from Lion King, but I like Pumbaa. Yes, so that's not the direction I would go. <laughs> Just accept it, Stephen. Accept the Pumbaa. No, I feel like there's always a really cool kind of spectrum with any hog-related team where some of them like, look really badass and they like focus on the tusks and stuff. And the other ones look really cartoony. Yeah, man. So there's just you can kind of fit in and any anywhere between those. Picture like a biker gang, like out in the desert. Some like leather jackets with like just like some tusks patched in. Oh, okay. I was thinking like actual like warthogs in a biker gang, like from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff, you know, like. I mean, we can do that too. They are the biker. So like the the mascot is just like a biker warthog. I'm getting shockingly sold on that. <laughs> you could have like a pig squeal in your goal song, and that would just annoy people. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's it. I'm going for the nest expansion. You have my vote. <laughs> but don't worry. I'll end up getting it with the fucking Rhode Island hedgehogs. <laughs> the meme team always wins. Or I'll steal yours and we'll become the Rhode Island Roadhogs. And it'll just be biker fucking boars. Uh, and as the Warthogs, we could have a Halo night. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our goal horn would just be uh, red versus blue. Just every time we score. What Sam Hell is a Warthog? <laughs> God damn. Even though that's not the actual quote. <laughs> It works. <laughs> Goddamn, we got so derailed. <laughs> All because... Did we, though? Yeah. 
all because some bears got to change their name. <laughs> it's funny because they still have the uh, the silver tips like on their logo or whatever, but all the forearms are changed to grizzlies. Yeah, I yeah. wonder if they're gonna change. <clears throat> I wonder if they're gonna change their like everything or if it's still gonna. Because it doesn't make sense to have the silver tips be like literally in their logo. Mm -hmm. I think they could change the logo. They just have to like edit the wording of it. They don't have to really do anything to the bear. I think they were they were originally the Grizzlies, so I think they already have like everything made for the Grizzlies, and they were in the process of changing everything over to silver tips. Okay. So they can probably just use whatever they have now or whatever they had before instead of continuing to swap everything over. The bad for the poor bastard who was already swapping everything over. <laughs> it's okay. I he mean, they're still using the money. same logo and everything, so I think they just have to change the typeface. I didn't realize that they were already in the uh, SMJHL form pages. I really do like this elk, actually. I'm not a fan of the purple and gold. Yeah, it looks way too slim similar to San Francisco to me. Mm -hmm. It's obviously not the same. It's a little bit more vibrant, both on the gold and the purple. Yeah, it makes me think of, like, a royalty. Like, we actually just watched Tangled tonight, and the royal colors in that movie are gold and purple. So, Yeah, I think that's pretty typical. It's not, it's not a bad branding by any means. It's just not one that appeals to me too much. It's better than a lot of existing brandings. Like the Armada. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, at least the Armada's a large boat. I mean, yeah. an Armada is a fleet of boats, but... <laughs> but... Boats are bad. That's true. I mean, if we just change their logo for them to a sinking ship, I feel like we've done our job. <laughs> just put above it, there were no survivors. <laughs> uh, I think for for the most part any criticism on most of the branding in the league is kind of splitting hairs I've looked at other sim leagues in the past and that's something I've noticed is the branding on our teams looks really good other sim leagues kind of have like kind of clip art style branding whereas realistically a lot of these logos i could assume that they're a real team i think there's just a lot of talented graphic artists in this league there definitely is I mean, all of us have some pretty remarkable SIGs. Yeah. 
I didn't do anything for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I just asked for him. <laughs> hey, I put a disguise on mine. <laughs> yeah, you made it worse. Definitely. I mean, I undid it as soon as the WJ's scene was over. <laughs> I'll have to bring it back out again this season. Yeah. Speaking of the WJC, um, looks like most of the rosters have been actually published now. I think we're just waiting on the Young Guns. I haven't yeah. seen that one yet. Yeah, I think they have, because every team had until a couple days ago, I think, to post theirs, and then the Young Guns got a couple days to sort through and make theirs. Okay. Yeah, it looks like the, uh, the Index still has last season's team. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, Britain's team. You're still our, a traitor. <laughs> our WJC team actually looks really good. I was going over our roster, and it's like, it's really good. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of names that I recognized from being on the top of leaderboards for the past couple seasons. Too so. bad you don't got the point leader in your on your team. Yeah, we could do without him. Wow. What? <laughs> so US Sven actually went up to the IIHF, correct? Um No. So I me like as not as Sven took a job as the co GM of the British IIHF team. Gotcha. So then I have to transfer my player from Sweden to Britain. So I'll be playing for the British Isles in the WJC this season. And then once you get called up, I'll be playing for the British IIHF. Okay, that makes sense. So do you also co-GM the WJC team? Or is that nope. totally separate management? That's totally separate. All the WJC GMs are on a season-by-season -season volunteer kind of basis. Not volunteer, but they get paid for it. But every season they apply for new GMs. So you were eligible to be played in Britain because you transferred there, so they picked you up. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Well, I'm still in Dutch, and uh, we're looking pretty fucking good this year, too. So I think it's going to be exciting to see how we stack up. You guys got gold last season, right? Yeah. Shame you won't get it again. We'll see about that. This is our second year in a row. <laughs> and I wasn't even on the team last year. Or two years ago. <laughs> but And I hear you finally got your call up to the big leagues, Lucas. Uh, yeah, sounds like I'll be joining you, Corkle, 
I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. That's just like how my brain processes it, but I, I believe I think for them this year. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I get to move up from the young guns. Yeah. The young guns, like, it's a good idea, and I appreciate that it exists, but kind of just get to be a punching bag for all of Round Robin. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely like doomed to fail. Yeah, they have to celebrate like the one or two wins that they'll get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe not so much now with the the scale update because it definitely helped out the Jays more than it helped the SHL. But I still feel like they're pretty doomed. <laughs> I think it's definitely just good experience. Um, but it, it's it's hard to to be invested or hyped for it when you know that you're pretty much going to fail from the beginning. Yeah. So, like in that case, I like to remind people that Everyone wants to see their player do well and their team do well. But especially for the WJC, it's not just about your player or your team. It's also about getting these people like a small taste of GMing. So even if your team sucks, like somebody's getting something out of it. There's no reason to kind of just shit talk it i guess i True. like i see a lot of people really kind of uh yeah for lack of a better word just kind of talk shit about the wjc but really it's it's a fun way to do training for people that may want to be involved in some sort of a management role and don't necessarily have the the means to do it with their SA or their Jays team. Yeah. I also think like a lot of people when they first create their sim character don't put a lot of thought into like the origin. At least I didn't. I just was like, oh yeah, Russia sounds good. <laughs> and like I, I had no idea that the international hockey was even a thing on the website. Yeah, like an afterthought. That's something I've noticed so much since going to uh, Great Britain. Like, the only players that create for Great Britain are people that have Ragnar in their name. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah, I noticed you have both. You have both the Ragnars from Vancouver on your side. Yeah. But outside of that, like, no one else really creates in Britain. I mean, I chose Germany just because literally that's where I made the original concept for the character Marcus from back when he was a rock band bass player. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, When I played rock band, like, in 
early college, I made Marcus Jaeger, and he was my uh, character in the game. And I played bass, and so my one of my friends sang, and one of my other friends played the drums, you know, someone played guitar. I played bass with Marcus Jaeger. That's how wow. we got here. I hope you I include that in the PT someday, right? Well, that and <laughs> me misspelling my name three times. But I didn't think it was possible to be more disappointed in your your OC there. <laughs> Billy Steven, you should know by now that the bar goes even lower. I guess. I keep on thinking we've hit the bottom, but nope. Yeah, no. Keeps on going. <laughs> Always surprised. Always be disappointing. Um. Oh, that brings us to one of my favorite parts of the show. Where we get to talk about fantasy. Mostly just so we can humble brag about our first places. But I would like to hear about Lucas's fantasy. Oh, yeah. Um. It wasn't the worst. I uh, I think I ended fourth. Let me check that. Yeah, ended fourth. I had kind of a competitive group. Um, our first place person was you know pretty set, but uh, between like three, four, and five, I just felt like the three of us were constantly battling for positions and I ended fourth and I'm I'm happy with it for my first fantasy league. I think I could definitely do better next year, but yeah, yeah. both of us definitely did worse in our first fantasy league. I think I was fifth my first one. Fifth or sixth. It was outside the range of getting any TPE. And so I was against fantasy TPE, but now it's the best thing. Did you get first, Ryan? Yeah. Get that ten. Get that. I also got first. Solid. Throwing those humble brags out there. <laughs> yeah, I I did get six. Uh, my first fantasy season too. And the only reason I got six is because the two people below me didn't have complete rosters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be mad, but like we're all on Edmonton, so it's just it's just gonna be better for us in the long run. Yeah. No, it's okay. You yeah. can always be mad about Steven getting more TP. <laughs> I've got to get first in the class. I mean, you're encroaching on it. Yeah. How far yeah. are you from that? I think I'm like. 22 points behind or something right now. Damn. Yeah, 22 points behind. And first place person doesn't play fantasy, so I just caught up 10. Two more seasons and you could uh, pass them. Hell yeah. Except Great. I really suck at predicting on all the 3v3s and prime times and stuff, so... Winning fantasy just basically offsets all of my lost TPE from predictions throughout the season. <laughs> yeah, wow, you're really close. 
I feel like you definitely overtake second place in, after this. Yeah. Where do you fall on that list, Brian? That's what I'm looking at right now. Let's see. I see you at 23. That's possible. Oh, I also, this isn't numerical, so that doesn't help. Yeah, you're tied for 23. Where do you guys Which see isn't... Uh, it's a spreadsheet. Yeah, I'm um, in my spreadsheet. Why do you have a spreadsheet? What There's you... already one made for this. I have my tracker sheet. It tracks everything, so I just used it just to filter only season 59 right now. That's how I get my rookie stats. Yeah, it sounds like you do it worse. But, yeah, I'm at 619 right now. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you're doing pretty good for someone that joined, like, the literal last week that you could. Because if you would have signed up, like, a week later, you would have been a DFA for the next season. Yeah, then I'd be in Lucas's class. And you wouldn't, you'd probably have some catch-up TPE. Oh yeah, I forgot catch-up TPE was a thing. Man, all the good people in our class are definitely still above me. Yeah, that's how it goes, but it'll start whittling down as the seasons go by. People fall off left and right. Yeah. I'm only 53 points behind Pasta right now. That's cool. <laughs> only. Our gap has grown. <laughs> you got... Not only did you win Fantasy last season, but you made a way better... Uh, I don't remember one of your awards. So a prediction you made was way better than mine, and I got like four points and you got like 12 or something. So I remember being like, wow, Steven just pulled way ahead of me. <laughs> but... I think we're getting pretty off track here. Um, I think we've hit basically every topic that we wanted to. Um, we'll probably have more playoffs to talk about next week. Um, we'll probably be looking towards the championships for each team or for each uh, league by the end of no. We'll be looking at the championship for the SHL at least. I don't think we'll be there for the Jays. Not unless things take an aggressively hard turn very quickly. <laughs> but then, uh, then we're gonna have some uh, some draft talks coming up. Yeah. Starting with the expansion draft, which will be sad and exciting. Oh yeah, I'm pretty stoked. I'm not. I mean, it's ex I'm stoked because like it's an exciting event, not because like I want it to happen. If that makes sense. No, you want to lose a player. I get it. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's you. <laughs> I think you're both protected, aren't you? Yeah. Did they? Oh, did we release protected? No. Oh. But like, there's no way that we're not. Yeah, because you both only have, like, one or two seasons left. 
Yeah. So yeah, I think that about plays us off for this week. Right. Well, if you guys don't have anything else, then uh, tune in next week for more exciting hockey news. And from all of us at Wheel Snipe Selly, stay hockey.